Okay. Uh, up next, these two guys have been here for the last couple weeks. Um, um, they asked me to read this. Warning. If you want your asses blown out, stay in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Rock! Face in my vagina. You're about to get front face fucked by the front face lock podcast. Mark Bradwell is what created the front face lock. My asshole is split like the Red Sea. Mark Bradwell is who is front face lock. Don't fucking question me. Front face lock can take it or they can shove it straight up their fucking ass. What are you, a fucking asshole? But enough of this palaver. Let's get the show on the road. Oh, we're live now? Yeah. Well, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Sock Podcast. I am your host, Vinny, and with me is the man, the myth, the legend, the man who loves getting concessions for world peace. <laughs> Ryan. I don't get the same thing you can I go? Can I go again? Yeah, go again. Why, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Front Face Lock Podcast. I'm your host Vinny, and with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who, during the Royal Rumble, gets the worst competitors ever, except for Cody. Cody. Ryan. Cody won me a hundred bucks. Finish your story. Finish your story. Finish my story, and we'll get into that. But first, we have to give a shout out to Carl Weathers. Yeah. My mom and brother were watching Happy Gilmore when I got home from work today. Chubb's got his hand back. Got his hand back. Now Rocky has to fight a Russian. Yeah, he can play piano now. <laughs> got my hand back. <laughs> get, uh, get in, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I love Carl Weathers, man. He was awesome. Action Jackson and Chubb's uh, Peterson and the guy from Predator and Apollo Creed. Who could forget? I was saving the best for last. Chubbs is pretty good, though. Yeah, Chubbs is awesome. So, so we we have a lot. Like I, I just got home from work about 20 minutes ago, and I was going through all our notes. I was making notes throughout the week and trying to keep up with some of the stuff you were sending me. And then I was just going through it to make sure I had everything. I was like, holy shit, we have well, a lot. We, we got to go right into it. We got to just fucking jump right in. Yeah, so uh, I, I will preface by saying I have a long Tyler, Taylor Swift rant um that i think i speak for both of us when i say it yeah i have on the flip side not the flip side really but i have a semi-long rocky mayavia rant which we probably won't agree on (laughs) listen we may i don't know but you know what we are a wrestling podcast we're going to find out the results very soon in the next couple days so why don't we jump into wrestling i don't have a lot about aew because it's nothing interesting going on at all no, and uh, I was trying to keep up with stuff that happens during AEW. Like I told you, I always want, I always like read like the results and everything. And everything I read is always there's never a storyline. <laughs> Just John the Fox. only thing that they have really right now, I'm telling you, the only storyline that they have is Diana Perazzo and Timeless Tony Storm, and that they have matching tattoos. Yeah, that's, that's it. 
because the devil storyline is kind of it was a storyline with MJF and then it ended. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh well, now we're just here. And then oh, we're the young bucks are the EVPs again. And there's it's nothing interesting. Yeah, and uh MJF's out because he should be coming back soon because he was filming a movie. I know he's hurt too, but he was filming a movie. Uh yeah, and I, I heard that all his scenes in Iron Claw got cut. Sure they did. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's nothing interesting going on in AEW whatsoever except the ratings being god awful. I have some so we watched the Royal Rumble, right? Yes. Was, I thought I liked that. I thought the women's rumble was great. I think everything to me was good except for two things. Okay. Well, three things actually. But the women's Royal Rumble, they should not try to improv new moves on the spot because no. they're fucking god awful. I'm sorry. I think the women's Royal Rumble, once it started getting later, when better talent got in, it got good. But at the beginning, it was trash. Yeah. Like, you know, Obviously, Naomi's back. Jordan Grace made it. You know, our good friend Jordan Grace made a uh, a surprise appearance. My female renegade. Yeah, um, I thought the spot with Kyrie, Kyrie Singh, where she was holding on the side of the uh, ring, I thought that was awesome. I think she just fucked up and her feet touched, but like that was a cool spot. I think they were supposed to keep her and Oscar in to betray Bailey. I think was supposed to to try to betray Bailey, and Bailey was gonna. That was when Bailey was gonna realize. Yeah, because oh, there was the whole high five thing with Oscar, so there was, yeah. they were putting in at some stuff there. Yeah, I think they they just fucked up there. Um, other two things I hate were not Royal Rumble match things, but uh, the regular sing- the singles match Kevin Owens and Logan Paul I thought was good, except I hate the endings with the stupid fucking Logan Paul's people coming at the outside interference. That's the one thing I don't like about Triple H's WWE. There's way too much outside interference. It's almost every match. Yeah, I mean, WCW was the worst at it. Yeah, it, but it seems like every match there has to be some sort of, like, this person comes in. And then the four-way, the Uso, Uso and Sokoa did come out, where Sokoa came out, and it didn't really matter. But that match itself was just a disappointment to me. I, I didn't I didn't really think it was a caliber of a match that it could have been. I Yeah, I think they, I think they did the ending the way they did it to show that Roman can win clean and AJ took the pin obviously because he doesn't need like Randy's coming back after 18 months and LA Knight's not going to take the pin so I think like a clean pin on AJ yeah was kind of like Roman showing dominance yeah we knew Roman was going to win and that's fine so Bailey wins which we knew was going to win the the women's Royal Rumble I thought it was that was good a good choice um the men's Royal Rumble came down to CM Punk and Cody, which was surprising because I didn't think it, CM Punk was going to get to the actual final two. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Maybe CM Punk wins now. Like, it, it did give me a little bit of an element of what's going to happen. But Cody winds up winning, which is great. But now, moving fu- – so, on Raw, Seth Rollins is coaxing Cody Rhodes into fighting him. Cody's like, I'm going to go to SmackDown. I'll give you my answer. He goes to talk to Roman – and then he's like, "Well, I'm gonna see you, but not now at WrestleMania. But someone you bet you know uh, wants to talk to you or some shit." And then Rock came out. So now Cody's gonna fight. From what it seems right now, Seth at WrestleMania for the title, and Rock's gonna fight Roman. From what it seems, you know, we don't know. Uh, you know, it's inconclusive as of right now. But I fucking hate it, and people are ripping it apart. They're already like trashing wrestlemania before it even gets off its feet and i i agree with them i think it's awful and i'm gonna go into a rant 
in a second. Can I, can I say something before you get to your rant? Yeah, 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 So yeah. I, I, I get the Seth coaxing Cody into that belt because they're trying to make the world belt uh, a, like a, a legacy belt of the big gold belt. Because yes. Seth says, wouldn't you want the belt that your father had? But it's not the one that your father had. No, but it's, it's, the, same, it's the same <laughs> legacy. Um, I actually have a theory. Before you get into your rant, let me just tell you my theory of what I think they might be doing now that there's such backlash. Now, I didn't see SmackDown. I saw the clips, and I guess they didn't say anything to each other. They just confronted, and I guess it went off the air. He All The Rock did was come in the ring and look at him, and Roman looked at him, and then kind of Roman like got a little bit closer after it went off the air and just looked at him and then was just like to like Heyman and left. So the theory I... Uh, you know, it's fantasy booking, obviously, and I'm probably going to be wrong because who the fuck knows what they're going to do. But they might do an angle where The Rock says, "No, you're fighting Cody." You know, because they didn't. Say, he didn't say he wasn't fighting. You know, he said, "Yo, I'm not coming after at WrestleMania, whatever." But yeah, but yeah, but they could have an angle where The Rock and Cody are doing a promo, and Co Rock says, "No, you're going to fight him. I'm going to be in your corner because I'm the actual head of the table." And this is what I want. I want you to have the belt. And then he makes him makes Cody fight for that belt. See, okay. I the other thing that I can say before I go into my thing about The Rock, but is I could see Cody talking to The Rock in the ring and being before WrestleMania and being like, yo, what because a, a Saudi Arabian pay-per-view is coming up, right? Or is that this week? I, I don't remember when, but yeah. But it's coming up. Be like you know, Rock, I respect you, blah, 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 and, you know, but, and then Cody turning on The Rock and being a fucking heel, becoming heel. Oh. And fighting Rock at fucking Saudi Arabia for the chance to fight Roman at fucking WrestleMania. Well, he doesn't have to fight. Well, the other thing I also did read is so that The Rock is taking him out so that he can finish his story. You know, yep. everybody gets in my way. Everybody gets in my way. Every time I'm about to fucking reach the mountaintop, they throw another fucking hurdle at me. I'm fucking sick of it. I can see that going up. Like, you know, they did the same thing to my father. They kept, they kept, you know, pushing him down when he should have been at the top. They could do something like that. They could. The only reason I think they wouldn't because Cody so over as a face, oh, yeah. they think they want him to win the belt as a face. But the other thing I did read was that the rock might propose to Roman that he's going to fight both of them. One night, one and night two, he fights the rock. And then he fights with Cody the next night if he wins. Okay. I I mean, obviously, if The Rock fights Roman, Roman's going to win. Yeah. So here's my fucking rant about The Rock. This fucking piece of shit, okay? I used to like The Rock. I really did. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. This piece of shit goes to Hollywood. Can't make a fucking movie to save his life that anybody wants to watch because his shit sucks. Not that he's a bad actor. I think he's a good actor, but he just movies he picks suck. He fucking buys the XFL. That sucks, right? This fucking guy has more money than probably any actor that's out there right now, aside from maybe Tom Cruise, all right? He doesn't need to do this, and he got he gets part, um, you know, on the board of TKO, and then TKO's like, oh, well, this is going to be the moneymaker, and Rock was pushing for this because he says he wants to save WrestleMania because Brock Lesnar and CM Punk aren't in it this year. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Fight anyone else. Like, yeah. you don't have to fight Roman Reigns. The, I mean, so you're literally taking two years of fucking 
storyline of building this whole thing. There's no point in Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble a second time to fight Seth Rollins for the fourth time. He's beaten him three times already. He's going to beat him a fourth time? Or if he doesn't beat him and loses to Seth Rollins, what the fuck was the point? There's no point. Then you're Or you're going to have him beat him and Damian Priest is going to cash in. It, it, it fucking drives me crazy because you're not even fighting a healthy Seth Rollins. You're fighting a hurt Seth Rollins. What, what's the Seth Rollins almost isn't going to make WrestleMania. We don't yeah, even know if he's making WrestleMania. Yeah. We don't know. So why would you have him fight him? And then I heard like, oh, well, they might unify the belts. They're not unifying the belts. They just fucking made a new belt. They're not yeah, unifying. They're not unifying the fucking belts at this point. So knock that shit off. But there was no reason. The Rock should have sat there and be like, I have no problem fighting Roman Reigns. And maybe, maybe if it's night two, that'll be fine. Like maybe night one. Roman fights Cody and loses the belt, and The Rock goes to him and goes, "You fucking disappointed me. I'm the head. You want to be the head of the table. You can't even beat him." And then they fight. Okay, I can understand that maybe, maybe, but just inserting yourself. You haven't wrestled in fucking ten years, bro. And you're inserting yourself in the main event championship match for WrestleMania. That's ridiculous. It's bullshit. Do you wonder why people in the in the WWE are fucking jaded at? At times, this is a Vince move. This is a Vince McMahon move. And Triple H better not make the same mistake. There better be a swerve because if not, all these guys are going to fucking jump shit. Even, even if WWE is the big name in town and TKO is running it and Netflix is there, they're going to jump shit, bro. Because at the end of the day, they want to be the person that's holding up the belt or being on TV and not getting overlooked by somebody who's coming a part-timer. They hated the Brock Lesnar part-time shit. I'm sure they don't really like the Roman Reigns part-time shit. Uh, and well, now yeah. the Rock's gonna come. The Rock's gonna come for a one-off to lose the belt, so that Roman Reigns can hold on to the belt for to beat Hulk Hogan's record. So don't even don't even have that fucking. Then then I guess that's what's gonna happen. And then but don't have Cody Rhodes win the the fucking Rumble. I don't now, know. If have I your win the Rumble, that would have made the most most sense. Like he was a surprise entrance. He throws everybody out. Then he fights Roman. I agree with you hundred percent. Here's my thing. And I'm not disagreeing with you by any means. You actually, until next week, you don't know where The Rock stands in this, by the way. Well, yeah, the Rock yeah. could be with Roman. Could be. The Rock could, could he could say, I'm going to fight you, and if you beat me, then you have to fight Cody, or vice versa. You know, if you lose the belt to Cody, then right. you have to fight me. Like, I, I want to have faith in Trips, because he sure. hasn't really let us down for the most part. So I kind of think, and I agree with yeah, you. I understand now that it's not trips or Triple H's decision anymore. Now that TKO fucking owns that shit. No, no. Tri Triple H is in charge of everything WWE. Oh, he's creative content uh, fucking um, CCO fucking officer. But he, creative but he, has, he has final say. He has, yeah, I, I, I read an article. This was months and months ago. There was an article where he's like, WWE is his. Like he's final say. He's Vince now, essentially. Right. Right. So, pretty much whatever Triple H says goes. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, we all love Triple H NXT, and we never really were let down, even when we thought something was going to let us down. Yeah. I want to have faith that he's going to do the right thing, like Paul Heyman said at Great America Bash in two thousand four. Yeah. But there's always the chance, like you said. That it's gonna be something stupid, like The Rock is gonna take the spot of somebody, 
And first of all, if 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 The Rock said that, and I'm not saying you didn't read that he did say, it, but if he actually did say, "I'm here to save WrestleMania," you got Drew McIntyre, you got Seth Rollins if he get, comes back, Rose, AJ, Styles. AJ Styles, Randy Orton, LA Knight, Sami Zayn, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Like you have so many. You could bring John Star Cena Star. out. Yeah, you bring Stone Cold out. You bring Stone Cold out. These are guys who've wrestled in the last three years. Like. You can bring fucking Hogan out. Hogan wants to wrestle one more match if you really wanted to. You know, yeah. I'm not saying that would be good. You could, uh, but you could probably grab the fucking Undertaker and bring him out. You could do something. Yeah, you could have Shawn Michaels come. You could yeah. have Triple H come out. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's just a matter of fact. Like I hope The Rock isn't that egotistical that he's that he's gotten to that level in his head that he's like I'm the guy who needs to save us. I hope I hope that's not the case. I hope that was just fucking bullshit, but I don't think that he's going to say I I saw him come out against Roman Reigns. He walked out into the the fucking ring and he was sweating profusely. He the, guy, the guy did a fucking elbow the last time he was in the ring 2 weeks ago and was out of breath. And he's he looks like he's in phenomenal shape, but that ring shape is he, different from right from your stamina you he could just be lifting weights. It doesn't mean he's got good cardio. When was the last time he, you think he did cardio? The Rock. It's funny because when you, if you watch the, uh, the, uh, the last ride, the Undertaker thing, he actually said something that I actually, uh, I actually really identified with, and it was talking about ring yeah. rust versus, yeah, ring rust versus, uh, like in shape. And he said, "I always am ready, so I never have to get ready." Right. And because he would train in the ring. All the time, in case yeah, yeah. Vince called him, I, I, you could tell from like the Royal Rumble when CM Punk got in the ring, he's got ring rust because he couldn't pick anybody up for the fucking GTS. He, I will say this about Punk, he did look better in the Royal Rumble than he did in every AEW match, and that's not. I'm not going to bash AEW for that. I'm just yeah. going to say I don't think Punk took AEW as seriously as he's taking this. Well, yeah, they probably didn't have as good of steroids either. And, yeah, and you're, you know. I could say the same thing though about Jade Cargill because I thought Jade Cargill looked phenomenal oh, in the Royal Rumble. Better than she did in AEW. And Jade I'm not excited physically because she looked fucking hot. And I'm telling you because you heard it here first and I called it. Jade Cargill stole the show at the Royal Rumble. Yes. And she's going to be a fucking force to be reckoned with on WWE TV. And if I may, you may. Which is going to be our next shirt? We have the "By the Way" shirt. The next one is "If I May." Can I? We can you both, that? You may. You may. <laughs> um, I believe we both said Jade Cargill was going to eliminate Nia Jax by we herself. Did. We did. We said we both said that. Check the records. Check the old episodes. Think. Yeah. Stamp it. Um, it's true. It's true. It's damn true. What do we got next? I got no more wrestling, actually, except no. ratings. In fact, if I may, you're not here. Well, in fact, if I may, you may. I said that Jay Cargill was going to be WWE material when she premiered on AEW. You did, and I'm not one who likes muscular chicks. I don't, but, but she's, she's fucking. She's so fucking it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so we recorded last Thursday, yeah. which would have been uh, the 26th or 25th. Excuse me. Yeah. So. That means we have a Rampage rating, we have a Collision rating, a SmackDown, 
a Raw, an NXT, and a Dynamite. Um, so Rampage on the 26th was 382,000. The go-home show for SmackDown was 2.47 million. That means over or 2 million people. Over 2 million people shut 2. their... 2.1 million. 2.1 million people said, no more wrestling for me today. But it gets better okay. because Collision oh. versus the Royal Rumble. Oh, God. Worldwide ratings, by the way, not just America. 7.1 billion people in the world. Right. And and the uh, Royal Rumble buy right rates, which I don't have in front of me, was something ridiculous, like two, three million people. It was like insane. Collision got three hundred thousand. Raw got one point nine million, which is right on par, a little bit high for them. Speaking of, speaking of the Royal Rumble, was at Tropicana Field where the Tampa Bay Rays play. Yes. Set an attendance record at Tropicana Field. Forty-seven thousand. Yes. Of anything that's ever been at Tropicana Field, Royal Rumble beat it. Yeah, and people were getting annoyed because they showed seats that were facing other seats. Nobody's sitting in the seat looking at the person. Like, okay, so your seat's not facing the ring. You stand up and you turn. Yeah, it's not a transport fucking plane from. But they also they, I have heard, and uh, Josh was telling me, if you saw you see the, how the stadium looked like slanted. Yeah. So there's more seats towards the outfield than the in, than the infield. Okay. But apparently, people that live in Tampa Bay hate that stadium. They said it's the worst stadium that's ever been fucking built. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, Didn't I know that? You're welcome. Uh, NXT having a good week, uh, six point six hundred forty-eight thousand. Dynamite, it's down again, but it's you know it's they're at eight hundred eighteen thousand. Yeah, that's down about about fifteen thousand. About that, yeah. So, I mean, they're just not hitting the numbers. Well, they're not gaining any traction. They don't – listen, the whole point – this is – the whole re, the whole thing of WWE and the bloodline and Cody Rhodes and and Seth Rollins and everything and LA Knight, like Cody says, I'm going to finish the story, right? And then The Rock talks about when he was – I told you when he was pitching the thing about Roman, he wanted to be able to build, Right? They build a story. People are invested in a story. They're not invested in six different people wrestling six other different people a week and having no fucking where to go from it. It's it's funny because I'll give Inside the Ropes another plug. There's another video I saw. It was either Paul Heyman or Jim Cornette. And Jim Cornette is one of my favorite podcasts of all time right now. If you know Jim Cornette experience is so fucking good. I listen to it. It's about two hours. I listen like an hour to work and an hour back. And one of them in on their interview, I forget which one it was, said. I think it might have been Heyman actually said you watch wrestling because you want there's guy A and there's guy B and guy A and guy B have you know they don't like each other and you want to know why guy A and guy B are going to fight right because that's storyline right and it's a hundred percent true like nobody cares that you're throwing this guy in a match with this guy there's no tension there's no uh, drama that's the whole thing the whole part the whole reason why the attitude error. And WCW at that time were in a war was because of the drama and and what came along with it and the stories that came along. Like you look at that compared to, aside from like WrestleMania when you had you know Ken Hogan slam Andre the Giant. That was at the the simplistic fucking point. 
it was it was also a storyline because Andre and Hogan were friends, and Andre turned yeah, on him. And same thing with Macho Man with the imploding of the mega powers and all that stuff. There was there was a storyline. There's a reason to watch. WCW, I mean AEW is nothing to watch that There's you no care story. about. John Moxley opened the show on Collision, Rampage, and Dynamite this past week. Every show, John Moxley was the first match, and there was no build. He sucks. Yeah, the plumber. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what do we got? So uh, we got a couple sports things, and then I have a small rant that I'd like to to say. But uh, you told me you tagged me on Twitter about something Evan Roberts, our good friend, said. Evan Roberts, hey dummy, Ocean. Oh, it's Oceana. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just a fan. So two things. Uh, so Evan Roberts on the fan. They were talking about it, and some guy calls up and says, "You know, it's not Australia." I, I don't know what they were talking about. He's like, "You know, it's not Australia and New Zealand. It's uh." New Zealand is part of uh, Oceania, and so is Australia. And Evan's like, what? What are you talking about? And, like, uh, I don't think it was Tiki, whoever else is on the show, was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, he's like, yeah, Australia's not a continent. You know, uh, so they Google it, and it's they just Google, like, Oceania, and it comes up like Oceania, the continent of Oceania or whatever. And they're like, can you believe this? Is this breaking news right now? Oceania, we're telling everybody Oceania. I've, I've learned for 30 years it was Australia. Now it's Oceania. They just changed it and tell them, tell us. If you just fucking go down to the next sentence, it tells you that it's a geographic location. Yeah. Of, of like where it's located, not the continent. The continent's still Australia, you fucking jerk off. It's like saying the Middle East is a continent. Yeah, exactly. It's a region. Yeah. It was like... And I think they, I believe down down under, they call it Oceania down under. Like I think that's what they call their region. You know, like if we were to say like, oh, the Americas, that's what we call yeah. it. Like, you know what I'm saying? That that's what they just call it. Yeah. Or, I, or Eurasia, you know, something like. Yeah, and I, I remember, like, I remember, being, <laughs> I remember being younger and watching a cartoon. I don't remember what it was, and it was like the joke was people, these two smart kids were arguing that. Australia was a continent. No, it's a uh, a country. No, it's a continent. No, it's a country. And then somebody came over and was like, "No, it's both." And it was like some Saturday morning cartoon. And I remember being a kid going, "Really?" Like I was like five, and Evan Roberts is forty one, and he's like, "Ooh, I didn't know that." I and I think I've said this before, and it's with the fan, and it's becoming um, apparent that they're following some sort of formula, and Geo does it, and now Evan does it. It's they have to be the loud guy. Like the loud, like I'm, I'm so outraged. Look at that, and it's it's getting to the point where it's almost unlistenable. Well, it's funny because I was I was actually thinking about that because she said that to me, and I was listening to uh, I guess it was Evan and Tiki the other day when Evan had Joe Beningo. Joe Beningo was the loud guy. Then he had Carton. Carton was a loud guy, and yeah. now he he's got Tiki, who's a very mellow right. guy. So Evan has to be the, the loud guy right. because he was the straight guy. Yeah. Now he's the loud guy, but now Geo is starting to be like the loud guy. Oh, he's Boom. been the loud guy forever. No, but I mean, he's like getting every episode now. It's like right off the bat, he's yeah. upset about something. And but um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of getting to the point where it's annoying. <laughs> it, it's, but, it's almost unlistenable at this point. And they're always wrong. I've never seen a sports network that is wrong on all their takes. Every single one is terrible. So, uh, 
so I sent you this video, then you sent me the same video about two hours later. Um, when the Chiefs, who unfortunately are making to the Super Bowl, and I'll get to that. Oh, um, yeah. When the Chiefs played the Ravens, Justin Tucker, the kicker, one of the greatest kickers of all time, was trying to set up to warm up. Kelsey and Mahomes kept moving his stuff, his helmet and his, his placeholder and all that stuff. Not even moving his stuff, tossing his stuff. Yeah, and you could see Tucker was getting like. First of all, they're on the Ravens side of the field warming up, so I don't know no, why they're, they're, they're no. That was they were on the Chiefs side of the field, but the kickers practice on the opposing sides of the field. They practice on both sides of the field. They warm up so they can kick on both sides of the field. Yeah, he just happened to be on their field before the Chiefs came out. I missed that part, so that's that's on me. Um, and then you know you can see Tucker's getting frustrated. And I, you know, you can't you really hear the audio, but you can hear that you see that they're kind of exchanging words. And then later on, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey joked that they should have got a uh, 15 yard taunting penalty because of it. And no, like, they, they were... well, no, they said if they got a that if Justin Tucker missed a field goal at the end of the game to win the game or tie the game, that they would have gotten a 15 yard taunting penalty on purpose and it would have been worth it. That's scumbag material right there. <laughs> They're, they're scumbags because they legit came out and were like, all right, so the NFL football, every team does this every week. Now, maybe Justin Tucker was kind of waiting around and trying to get in their head a little bit. That's whatever. You don't throw this shit out and act like a fucking baby. These guys are fucking babies. dude. Wait, hold on a second. I'm going to stop you right there. And I'm going to agree with you, but I'm going to emphasize your point. It, who, if Justin Tucker, if. Justin Tucker was doing something to get inside, quote unquote, the Chiefs head. How many times did the Chiefs do the ring around the rosy or some fucking stupid dance before they got up to the line of scrimmage to get into the other team's head? So fuck them. If you watch the, and I'll say again, that quarterback documentary on Netflix, Patrick Mahomes talks about how he has a ritual every game. So he goes to the opponent's fucking uh, end zone, he prays. He does something on the 50-yard line. He has to throw, he has to pretend to throw basketball shots at his receivers. There's like a whole ritual he does, the entire pregame warm-up. You don't think he does that to like fuck with these like people too? Yeah. And and it's just the fact that I've never so I'm gonna go back and talk about Patrick Mahomes four years ago when he first played the 49ers. Okay. He was new, he was, I think, his second year. I like Patrick Mahomes. His dad was a New York Met. That's how I know knew him. He was new. He was good. He was very humble. They came back. They beat the 49ers. 49ers should have won that game, but they came back and beat the 49ers because the 49ers stopped running the ball. And that and that's my example of the 49ers lost that game. Yeah. Like I, I always tell you that to you, and you yeah. kind of used to disagree with me. The Chiefs won it, but the, the 49ers really lost that game. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, he's not bad. As the years went on and fucking Chris Collinsworth and everybody sucks his dick, this guy has become fucking unbearable. He is a whiner. He's a bigger flopper than fucking LeBron James. He thinks the world owes him something. I don't know. He is a scumbag, bro. He's a straight scumbag. He's he's the epitome to me. Travis Kelsey, and I played high school football, everybody, so calm down. He is the epitome of the two most popular captains on the high school football team that are just scumbag jocks, bro. Yes. Straight up. Like, they don't give a fuck about anyone else, and they just want to be a dicks. And it'd be like, oh, look what we did. But you can see the way they fucking dress. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but Justin Tucker, like you said, he's sitting there. He's warming up. They keep moving his shit. He tries to put it back. They kick his shit out of the way. Like, Dude, it was they, they moved over five feet and just put yeah. out in Tucker's way. He's like, oh, you're in the way of Pat warming up. Fuck Pat. How about that? How about I'm warming up? Yeah. And you know what? I was uh, I was out and about the other day, and uh, and they had uh, the television that was there had uh, ABC Good Morning America hour fifteen or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And uh, they go, when we come back, we're going to interview Super Mom Brittany Mahomes, whose children are named Bronze and Sterling. By the way, by the way, and. They interview her and they're like, Brittany. So her, her kid name's third place. <laughs> yeah. Third place and a, a Sterling. And fork. Yeah. Sterling Silver. Forks. Yeah. So I said it's third place and second place, essentially. So uh, you didn't name him Gold. You fucking Pat, idiot. Pat's Gold, probably. Oh. Um, so they're interviewing her and they're like, Brittany, you're a super mom. You, how do you handle and juggle life on the road? With your husband and this, and it's like I'm sitting there watching. going, she probably fucking pays people to watch her stupid. Yeah, kids. Can, I, and I want to interject real quick. I'm sorry. Can the news media please stop pretending that celebrities are just like us? I have a hold it because I have that for free flowing hostility. I have something like that, so okay. please hold that. Okay. <laughs> and it, it, it's kind of also in my my Taylor Swift rant, so please just hold that thought. Okay. We'll get back to it. Holding it. <laughs> to transition into Taylor Swift and then my rant, and then we'll get into free floating hostility and stupid news because we have a lot of free floating hostility. At least Go I Niners. do. Huh? Go Niners. Go Niners. First of all, Go Niners. Um, you sent me a, a, a text and I, I looked it up. Is this because, This is your Taylor? This is the start of it. Okay. The NFL, because of Taylor Swift, new viewership, new merch sales. Hold on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Hold on. Holy shit. Fucking this news that just came across my phone. Oh, my God. What? Brian Danielson versus Hikisero for AEW Collision. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fuck everything else. Stop everything. Is that happening right now? A collision. Three days. It was just announced. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Bigger than 9-11 and, and D-Day and fucking Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. Stop. Nobody says that anymore. No, there's no press. <laughs> Stop the fucking fiber optics. Stop the fiber optics. Brian Danielson versus some Japanese, Mexican, whatever guy that we, nobody's ever heard of. From C-W-L-L. Oh, like, that's Mexican. Chico well. Valida's Little League? Something. Yes. Okay, next. So, you you sent me a text thing, and I looked it up, and you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, because of new viewership and new new uh, sponsors and new, you know, uh, 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 merch sales and all this stuff, because of Taylor Swift, the NFL made $331 million. This season. Yes. Now, before you say anything, let me get this out. I actually wrote this all out the other day. I was 100% sober. I was just in a clean state of mind. I've been taking vitamins. I'm, I'm, I feel good. What's you know? No, real vitamins. I, I got some Metamucil now. You know, like yeah, I'm, I'm trying to like let you know healthy live a little bit. Um, so see, see the white claws. You're doing good, buddy. Yeah. Um, 
I, I have to, uh, as you as you know, and everybody who listens to this show is I'm as liberal as they come. Um, I I'm, I could say I'm a feminist. I'm, I, I support women's rights, gay rights, everything. You know, um, but I have to complain about my side. I'm listening. You're you're converting. I'm telling you. No, I'm not. I'm not converting. I, I see the orange wig coming. I see the straight tan and orange wig coming. No, no, no. I'm even watching nothing but Home Alone too. It's just that one scene over and over. You're like, he was so nice. He told them where to go. He told them where the lobby was. <laughs> he was so nice. Nobody ever brings that argument up in a, in a Trump like, why is Trump? Why do you like Trump? He told Kevin where the lobby was. And then he did a double take. Like that kid uh, shouldn't be alone. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's never happening. Yeah. Um, when I say I'm liberal, I, I like to think of myself as open-minded because I, I like okay. you know yeah, I always yeah. like to say that you know no echo chamber you know. Yeah. yeah. And you know I, between the two of us, I mean I you you the same thing. I work sixty to seventy hours a week, some weeks to pay just to pay bills and have some yeah. money in my pocket. And I watch football as an escape. Mm-hmm. And I'm tired of people. Trying to make me feel bad that I don't like a celebrity. Now, excuse me if I keep looking over because I'm trying to make sure I get everything right. right. Teleprompter. Yes, essentially. Um, I I didn't like Taylor Swift before this. I didn't. I'm not a fan of her music. I don't like some of the things I've read about her. I just I'm not. I was never a Taylor Swift fan, and it doesn't bother me that she's on TV for two seconds every two minutes. Whatever. It bothers me that it's being forced on us. Right. That we're forced to see her every two minutes. And I don't want to see I don't want to see any celebrity that and much. Like, Haha, look at her. She's having fun. Yeah. And she's <laughs> never eating a cheesesteak or drinking a beer. No, she's always dancing. It's always some pre-fabricated maneuver that's going on there. Yes. It's always a reaction. It's never like you're just sitting sit there. There's always She's something shoving a hot dog down her throat. I'm you, my fucking fat ass in one of those luxury booths is eating the mini cheesesteaks. Yeah, you know, I'm watching. And by the way, when you're in those booths for the majority of the time, you usually are watching like the screens, the TV yeah. screens in there because it's hard to see all the way down to the field. Yeah, right. and and again, I don't care that they show her so much, I care that they force us. To yeah. like the fact that they show her that much, yeah. I don't want to see any celebrity while no. I'm watching football. And that they don't much. show any other wives or 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 girlfriends or anything that they show yeah. her. And that's the thing. It's like, oh, why are you so bothered? Uh, she's just watching the game. No, she's not just watching. She, yeah, okay, she may just be watching the game, but she knows that they're watching her watching the game. Yeah. And so let me just continue because I, I actually I wrote this out and I was so proud of myself and I read it a couple times and I'll Did you ever I'm sorry before Go you ahead. start. Did you ever notice she's never like on the side of the booth? Never. Never like just getting back from the bathroom. She's right, right in the middle. There. Never sitting down in one of the seats in the front, just always standing right in the middle. Yeah. And she's like on said, her mark. On her mark. She's got the little X on the floor. And I don't care what celebrity is. I don't care if it's, you know, fucking any Tom Cruise. Dean huh? Dean Cameron. Dean Cameron. Fuck him. But Dean, I don't care what celebrity. I don't want to see. And I'm watching football because I'm trying to escape working 60 to 70 hours. I want to sit there and I want to watch a football game. You want to show her? That's fine. But don't show her and then talk about her for five minutes. And show her and then talk about her for five You know, and then the sports radio has to talk about her all day. And then the ESPN has to talk about her. Then the regular news has to talk about her. 
I'm not going to be one of these people, though, that it's like, this bitch is running full football, blah, 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 alpha male bullshit. I'm not coming from that point of view. But I get tired of when the, you see these memes that say, you know, can't you just be happy? Taylor's living her life. No! Fuck her! Does she Is she happy when I work enough to pay my electric bill? No, she's not. Doesn't fucking care. And, if oh, they told you, if, if I'm going to tell you real quick, all right? Let me just explain something to you. If you were at a Chiefs game, right? Yes. And Taylor Swift was at the Chiefs game, and every time that they scored a touchdown, they showed you. You know what Taylor Swift's going to say? Why the fuck do they keep showing this guy? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? But, like, you know, why Why should I? I'm not happy for any celebrity. I don't, again, it falls under the, if it doesn't affect me, I don't give a shit. So why the fuck do I care that a billionaire is, is is you know, getting married to her or dating another millionaire, Super Bowl champion, which, you know, coincidentally, she picked the date because that's what the NFL told her to pick. And, you know, oh, let her live her life. Well, of all the NFL players. Of all the NFL players, she picked the Super Bowl champion. Who's been in three Super Bowls already. Yeah. And it's like, well, just let her live her life. Well, if I may. Who's the number one pick in fantasy football for usually receivers and tight ends? Just saying. Yeah. But oh, why can't you just let her live her life and be happy? Well, her being in the spotlight with her boyfriend on camera every week is the exact opposite of her living her life. You want to live your life, go buy a cabin in the woods and be by yourself forever. Jerry Seinfeld is worth $925 million. I looked that up. Do you ever see that fucker guy in the press? No, and if you do, it's very, very rare. And like, he's a huge Mets fan. Yeah, I'm sure he goes to probably fucking sixty percent of the Mets games that are in in New York. That and you know and what they never... do? They, they go, they go like this. They go, Jerry oh, Seinfeld's in the crowd. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, there's Jerry Seinfeld. They're like, oh, Lonzo hit a home run. They don't show Jerry Seinfeld fucking up and cheering. No, <laughs> they go, oh look, Jerry Seinfeld's in the crowd. Lonzo. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and he lives in New York City, the, the yeah. biggest city in the world. You know, not the biggest, but you know what I mean. And he, he just lives his life. And he goes to Mets games and he goes to Yankees games and they kind of pan by. Oh, look, there's Jerry Seinfeld. And it's like. And he's an Eagles fan, by the way. Yeah. And it's, it's not a matter of she's ruining the game for me. It's a matter of, all right, I get it. Yeah. They're dating, quote unquote. They're happy. Fine. Go buy a fucking farm, live your lives away from the press, and then nobody will talk to you, and then nobody will have to say bad things about you. Or they had a video of her the other day, and you know this was so put on. So they showed her, and you see her mouth the words, go away, because she saw herself on the TV. You know it's bullshit. She's trying to make it look like now that, oh, she's bothered by the, the celebrity. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you why <clears throat> she uh, she – is full of shit. Real quick, before we you continue, I'm sure that Taylor Swift has enough fuck you money that if she wanted to remain private, she could go turn around, go to the NFL, and be like, "Listen, I'm coming to the game. I don't want to be shown." Yeah, done. Yeah, or show show that I'm there, but don't show me every five seconds. Yeah, she could do that. I, I guarantee she could do that. And then you see these videos and these memes. And that and that's the other issue. I don't like. I said I don't care that they show her on TV. I'm not uh, uh, emasculated because they're showing Taylor Swift. But they show these memes. It's like uh, you know, 
oh, my daughter saw Taylor Swift on the TV and she's such a role model for my daughter. Well, why? How about, how about you buy your daughter a ticket if you can afford it to a Taylor Swift concert because they're fucking $2,000 for nosebleed sections? Or show her videos on YouTube of her, you know, and, and just don't come after me because I don't think she's a role model. But what is it about Taylor Swift that's such a role model? What is it that she fucking jumps back and forth to from relationships to relationships you can't hold a man that is that is that something? Yeah. And there's like the guy on the Chiefs was like one of the guys on Chiefs was like, I don't understand all the hate. She's such a sweet person. I didn't say she's not a sweet person, but I'm sure she's very sweet to everybody who's his teammate. Yeah, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attack her character because I don't yeah, know her character. I don't know who she is. And I, I'm sure she might be a very fine person. I, I, I don't know her, but at, I don't want to see you all the time. And the fact that you're pretending that, oh, I'm so bothered. They're showing – she's so full of shit. It's yeah. so – they're so full of shit. Like, just come out and be like, listen, I get I get paid to fucking every time they show me because that's what happened. They're yeah. not using Taylor Swift's likeness and showing her all the time for her not getting paid. It's the same way Aaron Rodgers isn't showing up to the Pat McAfee show for free. It's yeah. not happening. They're paying her. Don't, yeah. don't, I'm telling you right now, that motherfucker, that motherfucker right there is surprise guest at the Super Bowl halftime show. They're not going to show her show up at the beginning of the game. They're going to be like, oh, she's, gonna, she's got a concert in Japan the day before. Yeah. Yeah, and they say it's gonna take her 14. She's taking a 40. Oh, she's chartering a 40 fucking dollar $40,0 airplane or 400 million, 40 million dollar, whatever it is, to get back to the United States. I'm telling you, they're either they're she's not gonna be the beginning of the game and she's gonna pop out of the fucking stage in the middle of the halftime show. They're gonna be yeah. like, Oh, Taylor's not here. Oh, I guess she missed her flight, and she's gonna pop fucking watch. Some some bullshit with her is going to happen. Something's going to happen. Some bullshit. Yeah, and again, I'm a, a huge liberal. Yeah. Stop, and it's it's my side that's doing this. Stop making me feel bad that I don't like a celebrity. That celebrity doesn't give a shit if I'm living in poverty or <laughs> fucking homeless. That they care about themselves. So why the fuck should I care about them? Hey, that's how I feel about this Alyssa Milano thing. She's asking for a GoFundMe for her kids' fundraisers. I mean, when did it? When did it be not okay to not like a celebrity? Because you know you're so mean. Why does it bother you, Ryan? Why does it, it bother you? Bother me that they show her. That it bothers me that they force it on us. Yes. I don't give a shit that they show her. Fine, she's cheering. Whatever. She's supporting her quote-unquote boyfriend. I don't want to see a meme about me trying, making you making me feel bad about it. Or sports radio just talking about her. Or ESPN talking about her. And then the regular news talking about her. If it was literally she dated... Say they're like, hey, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are dating. Like, say in the tabloids when they first started dating. Yeah. And then they're playing a game and, you know, randomly in the game... They pan up, they're like, you know, because they just show like the press box. They're like, oh, look, uh, Taylor Swift's here. Uh, she must be here supporting Travis Kelsey. And that was it. No one would give a fuck. Yeah. There's a, there's a picture. No one would give a fuck. You're like, oh, that's cool. That, and, and no one would care. There's a picture of Eminem giving the finger to Chiefs fans. Yes. Or 49ers fans, whoever it was. Yeah, 49ers. Giving them the finger. And there's one picture of it. Yeah. No press coverage. Yeah. Nothing. 
And that's the greatest rapper of all time. I'm going to say, because you know how much I love the women of The View. Yes. The fact that Whoopi Goldberg is tired of hearing about Taylor Swift. And you agree with her. Speaks yeah. violence. <laughs> and it, again, it's not a masculinity thing for me. Because oh. that's the big thing. Like, oh, your your masculinity is threatened. I, I'm secure in my masculinity. but I, My masculinity is not going to be threatened by a person that has the body of a 13-year-old boy that gets a toothy blowjob. Repeat that. I said, my masculinity is not going to be threatened by someone who looks like a 13-year-old boy who's almost six feet tall that gives a toothy blowjob. Yeah. I, it, it, I'm secure enough in my masculinity that I don't care. My problem is I'm working 60 to 70 hours a week like you are, like a lot of people are, and I want to sit down, and I want to drink some beer, and I want to watch football. And if yeah. they show her, that's fine. I don't care. But I don't want to hear about it talked about. on Like, you watch the, the news, they go. In the same conversation, though, I work all that time. If I wanted to watch Taylor Swift, I go on fucking YouTube and Google Taylor Swift video. I I watch to see grown men beat the fuck out of each other. That's it. Yeah. I don't want to see anyone in the crowd. To be honest with you, I don't. No, I don't. I want to see. I don't want to see Fireman Ed in the Jets game no, or no. fucking guy dresses in the fucking loot store mask at the Bills games. I want to watch the game. Yeah. Because I'm trying to escape the fact that I'm worried if I'm going to be able to pay my bills next month. <laughs> you know. She yeah. doesn't give a shit if I could pay my bills. Why should I? And this is any celebrity, not just her. They don't give a fuck if I could pay my bills next month. They want to. So why should I give a shit if they're happy? They don't care if I'm happy. So fuck all that shit. Like, fuck her. Fuck the Chiefs. Fuck all celebrities. Not all of them, because there's some I like. Most. It's, it, it's the Ricky Gervais thing. Get up here. Thank you, God. Thank you, Raja. And fuck off. Don't fucking you have your no position. Yeah, so that's my rant. I'm just tired of you know. I if I'm I turn on ESPN just to see the scores and they go before they tell me the Chiefs score, they have to tell me 20 minutes of Taylor Swift and what she was doing. That's my problem. I, I I'm tired of it being forced in my face. I don't care that she's there. I don't care that they show her, but not and that goes more to the news media than her. Right. Just don't fucking show me every five seconds. So what and do we if got? Yeah. Inspired about her being there, buy her a fucking ticket for two grand for nosebleed seats because that's what she charges. Yeah. And God forbid you die, she's going to end the show. Because she's so awesome. Yeah. If you die at the she's show, so though, awesome. she's going to keep going and say, "Just get her some water." Yeah. Fact, by the way. Yes, totally fact. What else? Uh, that's all I had as far as uh, sports, but we do have a story that leads into this in our new segment. Stupid news. Stupid! You're so stupid! So, Colin Cowherd says that Taylor Swift's NFL detractors are weird, lonely, and insecure men. Oh. As Pundit defends beautiful pop star and reveals she was shown for just 32 seconds in latest broadcasts. Where are the insecure, lonely men? We're not timing how long they're showing Taylor Swift on the television. That's a short um, one. Um, I, I I don't care. If it's it shouldn't even be 32 seconds. Do you know how long that is for some for someone to be shown on an NFL broadcast? Yeah. Even, it's if a it's, even if it's segments of five seconds, that's still a long fucking time. Yeah, that's six different segments that they've showed her. If it was right, five so anybody, anybody who's listening. Go to your microwave, put a thing of popcorn in, hit 32 seconds, and then and stand there and wait. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. Yeah. 
that's how much. Oh, only thirty-two. Okay, so what? What is the the cutoff? Yeah, should we let her stand there? Should we show her five minutes? That's way too long. What's way too long? Or short? Yeah. Too short? What? What? What is it, Colin? This guy just wants to make fucking news. Fuck him. Yeah, but it's okay because Travis and Jason Kelsey congratulate Taylor Swift for making the Super Bowl in her rookie year as Chief Stars thanks. Her for joining the team after regularly supporting her boyfriend in the stands. Which just brings me back to the money thing. I didn't just, even know Josh Allen had a girlfriend for the last three years. And besides, besides Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany Mahomes, and Taylor Swift, and Travis Kelsey's mom, does anyone else have spouses on that team? Apparently not. Couldn't tell you, right? No. Nah. Can we thank them for joining the team? Canaries, Tony have a spouse that is always going, oh, he dropped the ball again. He's offsides. Oh, oh his rap, rap record sucks. Uh, he's oh, not really injured. Ah. Oh, he doesn't know where the line of scrimmage is. <laughs> I mean, there's not one person. Oh, Harrison Bucker's wife. Uh, I didn't massage his leg last night. What are we going to do? I don't hear any of that. Hey, how about uh, Jason Kelsey? You know who he's dating? You know, he, he well, he's got a wife that yelled at him for going outside of the, the fucking press booth without the shirt. Okay, did you, I, I that's the first I'm hearing of that. She said, "Don't you fucking dare!" And he did it anyway. Oh well, guess what? Just hearing and, that that now. That's it. End of story. Yeah, that's it. Don't even know her name. Don't even know her name. Didn't hear about it on any sports radio or news or whatever. Yeah, that's all. That's all that happened. She said, "Don't you dare!" And he's like, ah, "I'm gonna do it anyway because I'm drunk." And that's it. Yeah. We need to know about Taylor Swift because she's so fucking awesome. Her music sucks too, by the way. It's not. I've that never been a. There's two covers of her songs by two different bands that I like, but I don't like her versions of the song. I've never been a fan of hers. I'm sure, one of the songs is "Shake It Off." No, it's uh, "Bad Blood" and "Blank Space." Oh, I only know "Shake It Off." <laughs> That's why I said it. The only reason I know those two songs is because these, I, I wish I can give them credit. I know one is uh, "I Prevailed" does "Blank Blank Space." And I don't remember who the band who does uh, Bad Blood, but those are really good heavy metal rock versions of those songs. So I like those two versions, but I've listened to her original versions of it. I've never been a fan of her ever. No, ever. Don't get it. Don't yeah. get it. She's like the Beatles, but not at all close to being the Beatles. She's like the Beatles. She's like the, the Beatles. If the Beatles had no talent, looked like Michael Sarah with a wig and or red lipstick or red. Yeah. So to get into one of your news stories that you were talking about that I cut you off on, um, so Alyssa Milano, who I love, who's gorgeous. I'm um, very uh, big fan of her, her looks, yes. Uh, Slam for Sharon, GoFundMe for son's baseball trip. Multi-millionaire who is married to a Hollywood agent gets trolled by fans. Yeah, so Alyssa Milano came out and she said, this is the most ridiculous thing ever because I, I love Alyssa Milano and you may disagree with me. But I fucking can't stand her mainly because of her politics. Because she's a super nutcase. Like I said, I'm a liberal. She's a little further left than I am. She thought that a crocheted mask of yarn was going to stop COVID, number one. I remember that. She She's wrong on everything. She's always like, oh, you know, Handmaid's Tale, all this fucking bullshit, Rover's Wage. That's another fucking story. Anyway, but... She's a multimillionaire. She's fucked every Dodger that's known. She's literally going to be inducted into the Dodgers uh, Ring of Honor because she's fucked so many of them. Did you ever see her on television, though? Like 20 years ago. At like no, I'm talking about at a, at a Dodgers game. Like once. 
like 20 years ago. Yeah, they're like, oh, look, there's Melissa Milano sucking another dick. <laughs> and she fucked hockey players, too. I'm pretty sure she fucked, like, the LA Kings and the Dodgers. But good for her. Who's the yeah. boss? She's apparently the boss. She's the boss. But, she fucks everybody. But, and I love her. I think she's beautiful. But this bitch is fucking out of her mind. So she's a multimillionaire. Now she's married to a sports agent because why not just go for, you know, why cut out cut out the middleman? Yeah, your husband brings the men home to you. Yeah, yeah. So she's worth millions of dollars. He's worth multi, multi, a multitude of millions of dollars. And her son's in the league, and she decided for her team, the team's fundraiser, she's going to establish a GoFundMe to get stuff for this the team. So people fucking trash her. Like you're a millionaire. She goes, well, I bought their uniforms. You bought their uniforms. What are they wearing? Are they wearing Gucci? Like what the fuck? Come on. Stop. And she's like, oh, and I've paid for their pizza parties or equipment if they didn't if they didn't afford. You're a fucking millionaire. You're a millionaire. It's not like me buying that shit. Yeah. It's not like the guy who lives paycheck to paycheck buying this shit. It's a millionaire who's like a drop of a dime. Right? You're not even you're just a millionaire. You're you're married to a millionaire. That's multi-millionaire. And she's yeah. a multi-millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> multi pizza. Hey, kids, you can have one topping. What about the pizza? Fucking ca- caviar? The caviar pizza. White truffles? I mean, white, we had white truffles, caviar, and lobster pizza. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. So now, did you see what happened right after that? Two days after that? No, I did not. Oh, they, they, they took a picture of her parking somewhere, driving a car. Yeah, they took a picture. Paparazzi took a picture of her driving a car. Her okay. car's worth $200,000. Oh. <laughs> so she could have... She probably had enough money on her. And I love Melissa Mano too, so I'm sorry for bashing her if she ever listens, which you never will. But you probably had on you enough money to build them a new stadium like John Lovitz and the fucking Benchwarmers when he goes start here. Steve Martin in fucking My Blue Heaven where he got he did get a fundraiser, but it was all stolen money. Wasn't yeah. It? And it was done in like two days. It was mob mob fucking connections. I yeah. I'm not upset with her trying to raise money for her kid. That's fine. Yeah. Like she wants to be a regular parent. I get it. How about you get one of the regular moms to set up the GoFundMe? Give yeah. her the idea. Hey, Joyce. Joyce is Joyce. Joyce. I have a great idea. Me and my husband are under audit from the IRS. Can you maybe set up a GoFundMe for the kids? I would pay for it, but the who's the boss money? They're not running reruns the way they used to. Or charge. She could have done something where she says, Matches. Um, yeah, like we, we need to have a GoFundMe for XYZ, and whatever you raise, I'll match it and double it. Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. And people would have hailed her as a very philanthropic person. Yes, exactly. That, she was too busy sucking Cody Bellinger's dick. I don't know. I don't know. And he didn't have a very good season. No, maybe she's a Trevor Bauer. Maybe she beat the fuck out of her. <laughs> anyway, do you think she fucked oh. Jeff Kent? Oh, of course. <laughs> Who wouldn't fuck Jeff Kent? Clayton Kershaw. Why do you think he was so good? Yeah. She blew him before he went out for each inning. And she even let Jonathan watch. Oh, yeah. So I got one more news story, and then we have a ton of free-floating hostility. Okay. And this is one that my, my the chef at my job sent me today. Okay, today. Today. 
today. So this is a real story, and I sent it to you. Tampon dispenser in Brookfield High School boys' bathroom is vandalized. Huh? Let me repeat that for the condom for the dispenser. Condom. No, no, no. no, no. Condom. Tampon. Tampon. Wait, I'm sorry. Am I breaking up? Am I nap 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 napkin? No, no, no. Tampon. I'm not. I'm not sure. I know what that is. Uh, when women have their period, sometimes they use a pad or they use a tampon. It goes up their. Oh, so there's like a maxi pad, and then there's a thing that they insert with the applicator. The, the yeah, oh, in the, the women's room, room, it was vandalized in the women's room. In the, no, no, it, it was in the boys' bathroom. What? Boys' bathroom. Oh, so when they remodeled the bathrooms and they switched to bathrooms, they forgot to take the tampon machine out of the girls' room. So when it became the boys' room, they're like, oh, fuck, get out of here. You're not supposed to be in here. You, We messed up. That's exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in compliance with state law, Brookfield Who's High on? School. Uh-huh. What state? Whatever the fuck town Brookfield is. Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. In, okay. in compliance with state law, Brookfield Connecticut High School installed a menstrual product dispenser in the boys' john. By the way, they call it the john. Wait. Wait, it gets better. It, it was vandalized swiftly. That's what the article says. This is on patch.com slash Connecticut slash Brookfield slash tampon dispenser Brookfield High School boys bathroom vandalized. So a menstrual, this is Brookfield, Connecticut. This is a real article. This is a real thing that happened. John. John. Who's called it a John in the last 30 years? In the last 70 years. It's not like fucking Cary Grant. I'm going to go to the John, you dame. So, can I ask you a question? Sure. I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm just going to make a statement. Sure. Now, my side, some some of my side cannot be the most tolerant, okay? And I'm not saying that I'm not tolerant because I believe everyone should just be themselves. And if you are a good person, that's all that matters. You leave me alone. You're, you're very middle of the road like me with that. But, big but, I have... Now, I don't care if you feel that you're a specific gender. That's fine. That You can feel whatever you want. I may not agree with it, but that you can feel however you want. That's your It doesn't mind. affect you. It doesn't affect me. That's You do you. I don't like to have to conform to these new rules, but whatever. Here's my issue. If you have a vagina, I really don't. This is me personally. This does not reflect the show or Ryan's opinions. If you have a vagina that works and bleeds, I don't feel that you should be using the boys' room and having a tampon machine in that room. There should be a, I would like to say, I'm going to use one of your terms, safe space for you. I I don't like terms. One of your people's terms. I don't believe that the boys' room is a safe space for you. Well, let me let me interject. Because there are gender neutral, or they, as they call that's them, gender fine. That's fine. Because the argument on your side is, if a woman is identifying as a man, maybe it's the woman that still has a vagina that bleeds, and but she identifies as a man, getting hormones, whatever, and they go into a women's room. The argument is, well, how do I know that my child is going to be safe? Right. And I don't care about the bathroom part. I have a problem with uh, gym locker room part, and it has nothing to do with safe. Okay. So my thing is, you could join a gym at like fourteen years old, right? All right. So my daughter joins the gym and goes into the woman's locker room 
and a person who's a female, well, identifies as a female, goes into the woman's locker room and gets changed and shows her dick. I don't feel that my 14-year-old girl should be exposed to seeing a male genitalia, whether they uh, identify as male or female, because I can't go in the middle of the street and show my dick to a 14-year-old and say that I'm a female. That's a whole different argument. I agree with you. you know, I, I don't care about the safety part. It's more about the, I don't feel that they should be exposed to things that they shouldn't see at a certain age. Yes, and that's and that's why they should have certain gender, gender neutral, inclusive, whatever. But can I just read you my favorite part of this whole article before we get off the topic completely? It's vandalized? Yeah. The, the, it says, a menstrual products dispenser was torn from the wall shortly after it was installed at a Brookfield High School school boys' bathroom last week. Boys' bathroom. This is my favorite part. The vandalism occurred in the boys' bathroom near the main office June 24th. Here it is. The installation was complete by 9.30 a.m. But by 9.52, the distribution box was destroyed and there was tampons on the floor alongside masonry anchors and according to an email from a principal to the community. It took them 22 minutes to destroy this. Now, so... School starts at like 8.30. I find something really fucked up about what you just said, though, too. The principal sent an email or a message to the community. After this yes. happened, why did anyone need to know that this happened? I don't know. Does that mean that within 22 seconds, the person who needed the tampon went in and was like, oh, my machine's destroyed. But there was tampons on the floor. Just pick one up. Now they're unsanitary. I was, uh, this is the email said, I'm aware the laws say men's bathroom, but the actions today that led to the vandalism and destruction of the property were the work of immature boys, not men. Obviously, it's a high school. They're not meant for 18, but go ahead. (laughs) The principal promised there would be consequences for the party or parties responsible for the destructive act. I mean, boys will be boys, I guess. I I don't agree with destroying the tampon machine because I don't believe in vandalism. Yes. But I don't think that that should be in a boy's bathroom. And I'm not saying, like, you don't – like, if you're a woman, born a woman – and you feel like you're a man, and you have to go use the men's bathroom because that's where you feel comfortable, even though you're still doing a womanly act in the stall, which you could still do in the female bathroom because you don't have a penis to stand up at a urinal to piss in like a boy. Just saying. Now, <laughs> if you need, if you find the need to go into a stall just labeled men, if that's what you feel you need to do, fine. But don't you think, A, you would bring your own tampons if you know that's your time? But if you do have a surprise... Don't they have a nurse's station, right? At nurse's office. The, at yeah. School? I would think so. But why why not why wouldn't they have it outside both bathrooms? They could do that too, because maybe they don't want people to know that they're uh, I, I don't know. Like it's just so fucked and fucked up. And I'm sorry that people may find me brash and fucking conservative and it's fucked up. I'm sorry. I didn't have to deal with these problems when I was growing up. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, and, and, and this is where we agree. This is where we meet in the middle. I, like I said, I'm a huge liberal. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. But it's fucked up. <laughs> I'm not saying it's wrong. I'll agree that it's fucked up. But I also have to say, as a liberal, give me time to get used to one thing before you change it to another. Yeah. yeah. I, You know what? I, I really feel would solve this, and I, I think we could all come 
I don't have a problem with making a third bathroom. Make, a, make transgender a third bathroom. bathroom. I don't have a problem with that. Make four bathrooms. Make a transgender ma'am. Make a transgender. I mean, I guess I would get like the segregation. I don't think that's a problem though. I think I don't think anyone would really make it. If, if, if women can deal with the smell of men's shit, I'm okay with an all inclusive bathroom. Have a gender neutral bathroom. I don't care. Yeah, we just got I, have, I did have one. Uh, not this place, but the last place I worked, we had a gender neutral bathroom. We had a men's bathroom, a woman's bathroom, and a gender neutral bathroom. We we just got one at work. They just changed one to a gender inclusive. It's called yeah. now. I don't care. Like that's fine. I don't care. The only like, problem I have with that is that I my shit well, smells really bad. I, feel, I kind of feel like a gender neutral bathroom though is not going to have a urinal. It's just going to be a woman's bathroom. It can, it can be. I really feel like it's just going to be a woman's bathroom. Am I wrong? Who is a man going in a gender gender neutral bathroom? Is that my only option? If only if everything else is full, I will go in there. And here's my Are you going in their first choice. First choice, no, and that's only because I'm very insecure about how my pee and my shit smells. But a woman who identifies as a man or a man who identifies as a woman will probably use the gender neutral bathroom first. Yes. Although I believe that probably a man identifying as a woman would use a woman's room first, and a woman identifying as a man would use a gender neutral bathroom first. You're probably right. I don't know. I don't have the answers to that. No, but I feel that I feel that women women identifying as men are less likely to be as brave to be in a bathroom with men because of afraid of whatever backlash they'll get. Than if a man identifying as a woman went into a bathroom with women. Because men are fucking assholes. I mean, I wouldn't give a fuck. I wouldn't like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say nothing about We're a different breed. Yeah. That's the thing. We're a different breed. We have our differences in everything. I, mean, I might talk shit after I get out, but I'm not gonna yeah, say I might, I might, you know, I might I'm, not gonna I'm not gonna purposely hurt that person's feelings inside the bathroom. No, but I'm gonna talk shit behind their back. Yeah, totally behind their back. I'm gonna text you immediately. Yeah, I'll be like, yo, this fucking I don't know, this lady boy. <laughs> we're just joking here, everyone. Yes, but, it's all jokes. I mean, it's all fucking jokes. The jokes are the reason we were nominated for Best Wrestling Podcast, which we will find out the results in a couple days. And now, without further adieu... Free-floating hostility. So I hope you're ready for a little random anger. One of the things I want to, the first thing I want to bring up. So uh, I'm looking for a new car okay. and I don't care if it's a brand new car. I just need something that I can commute back and forth to work with. I can get, if I get a deal on a, a car or if I go on Facebook marketplace and the problem with going on Facebook marketplace and looking for cars, if you look in a certain price range, mm -hmm. I'm, you know, if I, if I want to buy a used one, I'm looking, you know, one to $2,000 mileage you know but you know lower mileage yeah, but then yeah, yeah. you get the ones that say like car runs great needs a new you know no rust needs a new transmission and raccoons have been living in it for six months it's like hey it's only going to cost you 15 to twenty thousand dollars more yeah oh car runs great used it for work uh grandmother had it for five years low mileage but it has oh. no engine Original Ford Model T. <laughs> yeah. Original Ford Model T. Cranks no in the front. Yeah. Um, I've seen shit like that and or they'll put, put and they'll put condition new. New. No What's engine. New? Transmission what? fell out. Seats are rotted away. Raccoons live in the in the fucking trunk. 
You might have to Flintstone it. Yeah. But, yeah. but it drives great, great, great commuter car. I love it. It's like where you see one and it's absolutely ridiculous. And it'd be like, oh, say like, oh, 2008, which is now 15 years old. Say Toyota Corolla, good condition, $15,000. And you're like, oh, okay. So it must have no miles. It's like 685,000 miles. It's like, what? Only one owner. Only one owner. Yeah, I saw one. I was looking. You know, it said like thousand dollars. You know, two thousand twenty Ford pickup truck. Yeah. Like, Whoa! Yeah. What the fuck? Let me look, look, look at that. And it was I'm like, wrong. it was like you know, new transmission, new tires, new this, new that. Engines blown. Good car for parts. Like, um, excuse me. Don't sell a car saying it's in good condition, but it needs an engine. An engine. Yeah, that's like the most important part. Of the car. Yeah, that's the thing that costs the most. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the only thing that makes the car work. I saw one that said, like, it was like a $1,200 Subaru, blah, blah, blah. And Subarus are great cars, and that's what I'm looking at. And it's like, you know, uh, Subaru, blah, blah, blah. Uh, one owner, 10,000 miles. You know, new new tires, new this, new that. Has a weird clicking noise I can't figure out. So is your car... so? Are those is your car that bad that you would rather have a new car with these problems? No, I'm that's why I, I but I look at them, okay. You know, so my favorite one is when they go needs TLC, needs no, TLC. and you look at it and it's got weeds growing through it, it's no, rusty. Might well just put piece of shit, yeah. 1986 Ford Ranger. Needs TLC, and you see the picture of it, and there's fucking trees growing through it. The corpse and the grill. Yeah, the fucking dead revolutionary soldier it's actually, in it. It's actually wrapped around the tree. Yeah, like it, it's wrapped. It was sitting in the driveway so long that a tree grew right through the middle of it. Yeah, right through the engine. The engine's up on the top of the tree. Needs TLC and a tree trimmer. And if you can get the engine down from the top of the tree, put it right back in, it'll run fine. New brakes, <laughs> new new water pump, and new windshield wipers. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on from that, um, Groundhog Day was yesterday. Our favorite holiday. Uh, I think we've we've established. Did we establish this last year? How fucked up? We this did. Oh, we did. We did. Early spring this year. It is an early spring. It's actually you know how early the spring is this year. How early? It's. So early, it's the exact same amount of time as it fucking was last year. Six weeks. Six weeks. Every same year. Time. Every time. It just happens to be that Easter's earlier this year. And I think I said this last year, and if I did, I'm sorry for our loyal fans. We have people in this country, on both sides, that deny climate change and space, and the Earth is round, and we never went to the moon, and they go... Well, the groundhog didn't see a shadow. I guess we're getting warm early. <laughs> it's a crazy, uh, the little road, the guy, he, there was the sun was out, didn't see it. Told me, right in my ear. The sun wasn't even out yesterday. Whispered, whispered right in his ear. Whispered, didn't see my shadow, put me back in the box. I don't even did know which one it is. Oh, he just see, did we ever wonder that he just tries to see his shadow for three minutes of the day? Just wait. <laughs> yeah, and yesterday in yes, most uh, of the northeast, yeah. Yeah. Punxsutawney 
was cloudy. Staten Island, Chuck, Milltown Mel. Yeah, and there's other towns that couldn't find literally other towns that couldn't find a quote unquote rodent to do it. <laughs> all booked up. All, all booked, booked up. up. Oh, I got a thing. I was doing I Am Legend too. But like it was cloudy. Even let's just let's just you know I I had something so stupid that just popped in my mind. Oh god. If they have a sequel to a movie that's an animated movie, would they call it Rat Tat 3? Rat Tat 3? E. 3E. Like, like, like Rat Tat 3E? Well, they'd have to have a 2. Rat Tat 2E 2. So it would be Rat Tat 2E. Rat Tat 2E 2. Rat Tat 3E. Rat Tat 2E squared. Where the fuck did you think of that when we're... Oh, I guess <laughs> So, moving on. Um, you told me a story. I don't know if this is one of the things you wanted to talk about, but you told me a story about a girl that got into God after getting beat up and she should be thanking the husband. Yes. So I know this woman and she's actually very cute. Now I'm going to say she's pretty cute. There's something about it. It's like, you know, the ones that are like, you're not that good looking, but you're kind of sexy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they were a friend of ours. And, uh, funny enough, I heard a rumor that my new neighbor is behind me that the guy has gotten locked up. So I'm like, Oh, let me check the county lockup, new admits. So I'm looking through the pictures, and all of a sudden there's this guy that I know his that we hung out with at Super Bowl last year. His fucking picture's there. It says domestic violence. Where did you find this? Ocean County. Uh, you can find convicts? Like people that are currently in, yeah. All right. So I was like, oh, shit. I didn't say nothing to her. I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy, right? Talked to a couple of other my friends, and it came out that he beat the fuck out of her in front of her kids. And obviously, it wasn't the first time, you know. But I guess this was a straw that broke the camel's face. And uh, <laughs> so now, every time she puts on Facebook, it's always my God. My, it's not just your God. We can share. Like, we share gods. Like, he's everyone's God. He's, God everyone, yeah. Everyone's God. Not your God. Selfish. So, but she's like, oh, my God, this. And without my God, this. And without my... And she became a total Bible thumper. And I'm like, oh, she's thanking God, but she should kind of thank her husband because he put her on the path. He beat God into her. You beat the devil out of that bitch. Yes. He beat the and listen, we're not condoning domestic violence, but if it's for a good cause. Yeah, it's for a good cause. Like, you know, if you really love God to be a better person, I mean Maybe you should look at the domestic violence. Like that should be the commercial for domestic violence. Like, do you love God? No. Maybe you should get beat up by your husband. Then you will. Then you will. You'll be begging for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible, but it's true. Like I'm looking at these posts, and she was never like that. She was literally like, pretty sure they were having like threesomes and shit. Ooh. And then, like, we were at a bar, and her husband was like sitting with another chick, and they were all like talk it was weird and they all like came and left together but it was like super like familiar and now all of a sudden she's super into god and i'm not saying that's a, something wrong about that but i'm like she's kind of thank him right yeah put her on the righteous path like, good for you you know took a fist to the face now got you saw god <laughs> do you think she met him she got punched in the face one day she god's like Dude, what are you doing? It's like, what's my name? She's like, Jesus Christ. God, 
Should I keep doing this? No, fucking leave the dude. All right, God. And then she's like, oh, God spoke to me. Sure he did. Yeah, I'm leaving my husband. And no more orgies for him. Holy shit. No offense. (laughs) So. You know what I miss? If you ever watch like an old movie, mostly Westerns, they had the laziest nicknames for people. It was always like, hey, there's gay Steve. Or there's there's tall Carl. There's limping Jim. It's limping Jim. Hell, shit. Here comes limping Jim. Here comes Two Toes McGee. It was always like the dumbest, laziest nicknames. When did we get away from that? Hey, you see that old engine fella over there? Man who rides horse. (laughs) It was like... We used to have the laziest nicknames, and we got a wave. It was so fucking good. It was like, hey, there's three feet McGee. What? Well, you know, his one hand looks like a foot, so he's three feet McGee. That doesn't make any sense. Big belt buck. What? Big belt buck. Big belt buck, because his belt is so big. And it was, it was like an old guy. Like, in all these movies, it's like an old guy that just names them. It's like, hey, there comes Spurs Santino. Why? He wears Spurs. And he's Ita- Italian. His name's Santino. Oh, I guess we're going to call him that forever. Here comes Small Dick Vinny. Why do you call him Small Dick Vinny? Huge Dick. Huge Dick. Oh, so it's an ironic name. Oh, yeah. We like irony and bad nicknames. When did we get away from that? Can we go back to that? Can I make up a nickname for you? Sure. Let me look at you. Let me get a good look at you real quick. Bald bull. I'm gonna call you Gray Streak because you have gray in your hair. You I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you. What? Fuckface. I'm gonna call you Neckbeard Vinny. I'm gonna call you White Claw Ryan. <laughs> What's I'm that? gonna call you. Oh, it's Leather Chair Vinny. Why do you call him Leather Chair Vinny? Because he sits in a leather chair. Oh, it's it's Wooden Desk Ryan. <laughs> Why do you call him that? Well, he sits at a wooden desk. You're just sitting at a bar, you're just like sipping whiskey, and then like the, the saloon doors open. The bartender goes, oh, It's leather chair. Penny. Why do you, what? You're new. You're like, You're new there. Who? Leather chair, Penny. Leather chair. He sits in a leather chair. Where does he sit? Where? What do you mean? Like, like that's like his saddle? No, wherever he goes, he brings a leather chair. Like a recliner. <laughs> like a recliner. Everywhere he goes, he has a recliner. <laughs> fucking recliner Vinny <laughs> no you don't, don't call him recliner Vinny he, he hates that he, he hates that name it's leather chair it's leather chair Vinny <laughs> like, are you and then the, the person that's named that's always mad like hey there leather chair Vinny it's like what the fuck did you just call me I got like a stubby cigar always always a stubby always cigar always a stubby cigar and I have like dirty five o'clock shadow I look like Tim Eastwood in The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah, you never oh. like the scar. You always have this. You're like, Leather Chair Vinny. I challenge you to do it. It's like, what the fuck did you just call me? It's like, I called you Leather Chair Vinny. It's like, all right there, bald Ryan. You motherfucker. I'm going to fucking kill you. Ten paces, high noon. Three o'clock. First, first we're going to have a bar brawl. We're going to slide people down the bar, hitting the faces on glasses, and we're going to go up to the brothel and fuck these... Uh, Flappers. Denver have a duel. Are we gonna slide down old glass to the face, Steve? Yes. Because he loves to have glasses glass to his face. All it does is get slid into glasses. That's why he's glass to the face, Steve. Yeah, and then there's slide down the bar 
Peter. Then there's slide down my pole, Barbara. Did you just call me slide down the pole, Barbara? That's not my name. All right, you're slide down the cop, Debbie. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I'm gonna start calling people like the random like obvious shit. Like in, I'm just, I was gonna say Indian. indigenous people or Native Americans. They they are obvious sure. with their name. Oh, it's Indian Bob. Super. They, it's the first thing that they see when they give birth. Yeah. So it's like, oh, there's waving tree. <laughs> waving tree is my son's name. Like you have a kid, and when your wife gives birth to the kid, immediately a nurse farts, and I'm gonna name your kid Breezy Bottom. You know what? That's the name of my first kid. Breezy Bottom. Or second. Who knows? I don't know. There might be one out there. Yeah. Or five. Yeah. What else? What else we got? Um. Freemasons. We're going to die for this, aren't we? How much time you got? Are we, we going to die for this? Are we going to die? I hope we don't die. Disclaimer. We don't mean it. Don't kill us. This I, is Vinny's, not mine. I'm pretty sure my grandfather, he was a machinist. I'm pretty sure he was a Mason. I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty sure. Like, they, everyone was a Mason back in the day. But now there's, like, this whole, like, new Mason thing where everyone's, like, thinks it's cool to be a Mason. Like, that's their bragging right. It's like, I'm a Mason. Okay, I'm I'm a chronic masturbator. I don't I don't see. I I, I remember the elk. Have you masoned anything? You were supposed to be able to like fucking do brickwork. You can't do shit. All you do is talk about goats and fucking have rings. That's from Uh, what I understand. I I I joined the Elks once. Does that make me an elk? No, but you joined the Elks to get cheaper alcohol. I did. I really did. It was like a dollar fifty or beer. That's that's, that's acceptable. They're joining. A, now I joined a fraternity when I was in college, whatever. But now you're like forty, and you're like, I'm gonna join the Masons. Why? Oh, because the Masons did get every. What, what do you get done? Nothing. I, I'm a, you don't think that they're shitbag Masons that they're like, yeah, I don't want them to be a Mason. You have to get sponsored. You have to have like the secret ritual. It's. If they were that good of a mason, why are their buildings falling down in Brooklyn and in South Plainfield? Like, if they were that good of masons, why would I have to rent out their stupid halls so they can afford to keep up their, their bills? Yeah, if you're that good of a mason, charge a hundred dollars an hour. Speaking of masons, I fuck. Excuse me, hate anyone named Mason. Okay, what about the name Brooklyn or the name Zane? You want to hear something personal? Yes. I have a cousin. He grew up in Brooklyn. He's my mom's nephew, which is her sister's son. You want to know what he named his kid? You want to know what he named his kid? Huh? Do you? Sure. Hook. Benson Hurst. No, 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 yeah, because he grew up in Bensonhurst. <laughs> Shut up! What the fuck? What the fuck? Speaking of um, people named Brooklyn, mm-hmm. so my friends put up a post on Facebook. Now I've put a post on Facebook. My son's being accepted to college. He's been got a fucking fifteen thousand dollars scholarship at LSU. Got accepted Did he? to yeah. That's awesome. He got a uh, Central Florida University. Um, Acceptance. Apparently, he might be eligible to get seventy to ninety thousand scholar dollars scholarship to Seton Hall. 
very great accolades, and I hope it works out because I can't pay for college. I already told him this this week. But I told him to get student loans, whatever, you know, in about three or four years, some liberal will fucking get rid of them. And <laughs> that's the only thing I learned about Democrats. <laughs> so, great. And that's why he goes, he goes, that's the only reason I want Biden to win. But anyway, so um, we both went to universities, me and you. Yes. Then I went to Iraq and I came back and I was like, oh, well, let me start over again. And I went to community college. I went to two. I went, I went to Ocean to, Community. I went to Harvard on the Hill, Bourbon Community, and I went to Brookdale, which Brookdale is awesome. I love Brookdale. And I went to Ocean County when I moved down here, and uh, it was a good school. It's a very good nurse, nursing school, apparently. And I'm not knocking community college. I think it's great. I would actually have rather have started at community college than have started at a university if it was yeah. my place. But you don't know that when you're a kid. You think of like, oh, I need to go to university. I don't think you need to go to college anyway. That's a different conversation. I, I agree. I agree. Um, but I have a friend that posted something about their child's getting into community college, and they got an acceptance letter from community college. They're like, oh, they did it all on their own. I didn't know that you applied. You don't apply to community college. You sign up for community college. It's like signing up for the draft in Vietnam. Like, like they everybody, you no matter what. Everybody goes, right? There's not – who's the guy who gets rejected from community college? Man, who are you? Yeah. Maybe if, like – maybe I'm reading it wrong. Maybe there was, like, a specific program that you have to be accepted into in this in – A community. program into a community college is one thing, but bringing that you got into the community college, yeah. that you just – you sign up for community college. Yeah, like if you were like, hey, we've accepted you into our nursing program or we've accepted you into our, um, you know, secondary education pro, I could be like, all right. But like, that was just a blanket, like, hi, thanks for coming. <laughs> hey, thanks for it's signing like, up. I go to a buffet and all you can eat buffet. And they're like, hey, hey, thanks for eating all the food. Thanks for eating everything. Here's a letter. No, it's not even that. It's, it's, Going to an all-you-can-eat buffet and going, can I have a table? And they go, we have a table. And they post on, we got a table at the all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> we didn't need a reservation. We didn't need a reservation at the all-you-can-eat buffet. Golden Corral let us sit down when we walked in. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was weird. It was weird. And I, I, I don't understand the thought. Pro like, I would never, dude. And I understand someone's proud of their child. I get it. That's fine. That's fine. But it's a, a really weird flex. Yeah. It, you're, you're, it's, it's the same thing it's as like, I was like, we're accepted to the army. But it, 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 it falls along the same line. It, like went to Walmart. <laughs> when, when I say, I say this every year, and I don't know if I've ever said this on the show, but like when people post pictures of their kids on their first day of school, yeah. yes. it's like, wow. You're showing me a picture of something that you're legally obligated to do. Send yeah. your child to a school. I don't yes. care that you're, you know, Tommy's starting first grade. He has to start first grade. Yeah, that's what he has to do by law. Yeah. If you don't send him to first grade, they're going to say, why didn't you send Tommy to the first grade? Jail. Jail. Which now, brings me to my... To my oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but bring you to your next point. My next point is, you remember when we were in school... No, vaguely no. it was yeah, a long yeah. time ago and like our mothers would pack lunches and like you know i still love bologna so i don't care um 
you gotta get like a bologna and cheese and you put it in a sandwich and they wrap it in foil or put it in a bag. Mustard, oh, always mustard. And you put it in the bag, brown bag, unless you're one of those guys that were fancy and you bought lunches every day. And um, you put it in your locker and then this meat would just sit in your fucking warm locker for like four hours. And then you have lunch at like 10 a.m. You have like a fucking ice pack? Sometimes. But who, who's fancy enough to oh, oh, my lunch is still cold because I have an ice pack. And then you have to carry my around the ice pack ice, all day and it's all melted. Have, my kids have ice packs for their lunch. Oh, you fancy fucking kids. But I'm sorry, back in the 90s, we didn't have full access to fucking ice packs. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're so fucking rich and bougie, you can afford to have ice packs. And you can... I had to fund me for those ice packs, by the way. I couldn't afford them on my own. I used to just shove my fucking sandwich in the bag with the soda or juice box and the snack in my locker for like three periods. I show up at school. The worst part is when you had like everyone's school lunch bag smelled the same. Yes. Like you knew, like, oh, that's peanut butter. Like you have a peanut butter and jelly today for lunch and a banana. Yeah. That was Fridays because my mom at the time still believed that you shouldn't eat meat on Friday. I. I will say that my mom fucking did me a solid because I threw up once when I was in like Catholic school, like first or third grade. And I was like, I hate the food. They make garbage food. So she got me a fucking letter that said they had to give me peanut butter and jelly whenever I wanted. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. So like if I didn't like what was on the line, I'd be like peanut butter and jelly, bitch. My mom used to do this thing where she would actually in the morning, she would fucking cook a hot dog, put it in a bun, wrap it in foil. And before, like, the little hot, uh, mustard packets were, like, popular, yeah, she'd yeah. fucking have, like, make a pouch out of foil, put mustard in it, and put it in my fucking lunch bag. And then, like, one day a week, I'd be like, I got a fucking hot dog. But it, was, it would sit in my fucking locker. So good. From, like, 7 a.m. to, like, 10 a.m. Hot dogs are fine. It's warm. It's still a warm hot dog. It would always be warm. It would always be warm. But, like... If you had like roast beef one day, this meat just sat in a fucking ziploc in your fucking locker. How do you feel a woman feels when she sucks your dick? That's exactly what they feel like. This shit fucking fucking liquefying in this shit all day. Yeah, and lunch was at like ten a.m. Now my lunch was at like eleven fifteen. Oh, forty-five minutes later. Afternoon though, it wasn't afternoon. It was never lunchtime. No. I, I, in high school though, I felt like they forced you to buy shit. The only time I ever bought shit at lunch in high school was Friday for Pizza Day because they always had Elios. They had just stacks and stacks of Elios. You remember like the ice real cream cone. We never had real pizza. We had Elios, and then we buy the ice cream cone and the pretzels. Sometimes the pretzels, chicken nuggets. Never had. Uh, well, you went to a fancy school. <laughs> chicken nuggets. Rich schools. Yeah. We're one of those fucking bougie schools. Bagels. Cookies. Homemade cookies. What the fuck? Yeah, Beckton had homemade cookies every day. Really? Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Three I could three four four They had oatmeal raisin, uh, white macadamia, and chocolate shit. I would have bought. I'd be like, white macadamia. Give me that shit all day. Costco <laughs> sells that in a three-pack, by the way. Yeah, it's fucking good. Uh, what else? Um... You told me a story about uh, a girl that went to Mardi Gras, went to New Orleans, not on Mardi Gras. Now, <laughs> I mean, let me preface this story real quick. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. I've been to, 
New Orleans for Mardi Gras and non-Mardi Gras. I've been to New Orleans twice, not Mardi Gras, but I've went to the Mardi Gras warehouse. Going to New Orleans on Mardi Gras, I would never do again because there's yeah. too yeah many people. There's too many people now, at Mardi Gras. Yeah. Now, granted, New Orleans every weekend is like that. Yes. But during the week, it's not like that. But during, leading up to Mardi Gras, there's actually like 12 weeks where they do have parades and shit. It's not just Mardi Gras. But this person was there on a Monday with, I guess, their friend, and they have a balcony. And they were dressed in the green and the gold and the purple shiny outfits on the balcony. And it said, Mardi Gras, comma, Louisiana. No. First of all, Mardi Gras isn't a place. No. And then it said... Then it said Bourbon Street, comma, Louisiana. And then it switched it to New Orleans, Louisiana. Like it was switched like three or four times. Because if you look at them taking a picture, they're in their outfits on their balcony, and there's zero people on the street because it's a fucking Monday night. So the second time I went, I went with two guys. It's for another like two or three weeks. Yeah. So the first time I went was uh, Armin and Sean, and we went, it was Mardi Gras. Sean had been there five times at, at that point already. And he'd gone Mardi Gras and non Mardi Gras. We went, and it was like there was too many people. We couldn't get it on a balcony. Like, you can go into any building on Bourbon Street and just get on a balcony. And it was just too many people. It was not fun. We went to Decatur Street, which was actually better than Bourbon Street. and But we had a good time. And then I went another time with this guy, the other Vincent, that you, that's not you, and this guy, Jamie. And uh, it was non-Mardi Gras, but we went like a, a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, let's say. Yeah. And during the day, it's a normal, there's yeah. nothing going on. But like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, then it starts to become like. Right. Yeah. And the, we met up with this girl, Megan, that we used to work with. And we were throwing fucking beads. And it was fun. And I could have fucked her that night. Um, the whole there's a side story. Um, but, you know, you don't. And I'm not going to speak for people that live in New Orleans. But as far as I know, the two trips I've been there and the five trips or six trips where my brother's been there. Every night is like yeah, Mardi Gras, right, but yeah. when I bad. went from Mardi Gras, it was like from eight a.m. to fucking yeah. seven a.m. I was I, I the once the second time I went this past year, we weren't during. Um, we didn't realize it was Essence Festival, which was like I told you did the picture that had fucking uh, Al Sharpton. And yeah. then like they had Oprah was down there. They had because they were filming the color purple. And then they had like all rappers and stuff going down there. It's a huge fucking festival down there. And by like four o'clock in the afternoon, it's starting to get super busy. Yeah. And, and then we're like, all right, time to go. Like it's getting crazy. But I mean, it's not, it's not it's very deceptive because you think on TV that it's a huge street and the street is fucking narrow as fuck. It's like one car length yeah. or car width. You know, and I mean, it, it's fun. It's fun to do, but to go down there and to think that it's just Mardi Gras because you went to New Orleans is so stupid. Like, it's an actual day. It's a fe It's not like you just go and it's Mardi Gras. Yeah, it's Fat Tuesday, then it's Good Wednesday, and then it goes up until, you know. Like, you went down there with costumes, and we're like, oh, it's Mardi Gras. And then you had to change. You change your post three different times because you're like, People are probably bashing you in the comments. Yeah. Anyway. You also hate the fact that people comment every like six months on a Facebook post just agree with you, disagree with your post. Yeah, I, I just get rid of them now. I'm, I don't have time for hate. 
I don't care if you actually hate me and we engage each other and it's like a constant thing. But there's people I literally didn't even know were still my friends on Facebook and they'll comment on shit. I forget what this person – I don't know if it's a Taylor Swift thing. It was something It was like, oh, um, it was Travis Kelsey. I was like, oh, you know, my script. I was like, oh, he's probably going to, you know, retire and then get uh, Super Bowl MVP and propose to Taylor Swift. And then I get a fucking post. He goes, yeah, too bad he said he's not retiring until he breaks Gronk's record. Okay, first of all, there's no guarantee that he's breaking anyone's record. Yeah. Gronk's so, record is pretty hard to break. So if he doesn't break it, is he just never retiring ever? Yeah, he's going to be 80 years old playing in the fucking idiot. tight end. Of, the sure now, of course, idiot. Um, but it's like, as soon as I said, I was like, unfriend. I, I just don't have time for it anymore. No, it's, 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 it's bullshit. Like, you know, I post memes. And I like every once in a while I get something like, oh, how can you say that? I'm like, oh, first of all, I didn't say it. It's a <laughs> meme. And then I go, go, wait a second. We grew up in the same town. And I don't even know who the fuck you are. Why am I friends with you? Yeah, exactly. It's just so crazy. Like you get like, and it's always like, I always put up the meme every now and then of like someone popping out of the sewer. It's like, oh, look, let me cause like disagree with you for some reason. Fuck you. I don't care. Like, I don't care if you disagree with me, but just be consistent. Yeah. Comment on my page, like something. Like if you like something every now and then, or it's not like the person you haven't heard from in two years. Oh, it's because it did. Go, go fucking suck a dick. How about that? And now I'm you're one of my friends. Not hey, by that, my mind. I did that. If they posted a picture of them sucking a dick every time like you it. post something, you'd like it. He's right, you know. So, what else we got? How much more have we got to flee for free floating? A, a couple more. Um, so I was watching uh, News 12 today, and today was like the first day in like two weeks we've had sunshine. Yeah, exactly. It's been crazy. It's been crazy gray weather. You know, cloudy. Been grazy, grazy, and apparently, haze. There's gray. a there's a thing when gray days are gray. It calls seasonal affective disorder. Disorder. Yes, I have that. The winter blues. It no, but it's called seasonal, seasonal affective disorder. disorder. Yes, it's called sad. Yes, but if you look, if you type in type in winter blues in YouTube in uh, Google, it comes up sad. We need a disorder to explain the fact that people get depressed on fucking gray day. Everybody gets depressed on day gray days. It's winter, pretty much. But yeah, I, never, I, got, I got that. I got that. We shit. all did it. We all no, no, you don't know. I was. I'm diagnosed with that shit. That's a disorder. Yes. So you're sad. The seasonal. I'm sad. You're sad. Not today, but yesterday I was. We don't need a disorder to describe yeah, the yeah. fact that today I was glad. Glowing light affective disorder. Yeah. Do we need the disorder to describe the fact that people get up like depressed yeah. when it's bad weather? Yes. Why? Because how else will we describe it to the masses? Hey, the weather sucks. I'm sad. You're sad. Seasonal affective disorder. No, I'm fucking sad because it's fucking gray and 30 degrees out. Tomorrow's going to be sunny and 40 degrees out. Oh, I'm so much glad. happier. Be glad. I'm glad now. I'm still fucking freezing to death. Oh, you know happy? When no, freezing to death. Can we do an update on the Chiefs thing? Sure. When their family was like, it's not drugs. They don't do drugs. It's not drugs. It's anything but drugs. Final toxicology report? 
Drugs. We were right. Three times the amount of fentanyl to kill a person. Jesus Christ. Throwback from last week. Listen to last, week, last week's episode. There you go. Update. What else? So, uh, um, I have one. Uh, how many do I have more? I have, uh, I have one more. You okay. have one more. Okay. Um, so I was listening to, I was driving home and I was listening to the beginning of the Knicks game. And they had the uh, woman come out to sing the national anthem. And she was awful. The white national terrible. anthem? Yes, the normal na- national anthem. Oh, Jose. Jose. The, national the what? The Mexican one. Yes. Oh, Jose. Yeah. Can oh, you Jose. see? And she's trying to hit all the high notes. She's like, oh, Jose. Can you see? And I was I was driving. I was like, God awful. And then I I remembered. There's one version. Did you say that on the radio? Yeah, the woman singing it. And I was thinking, I was like, there's one really good version of this, and it's Whitney Houston from like right. the 1990 Super Bowl. Right. One of the greatest. It's seven minutes long. It's fucking one of the greatest national anthems of all time. And then you, I started thinking about because this is how my brain works. You watch like The Voice or American Idol, and you always have like this singer, pop star that's trying to hit that high note. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You're not as good as Whitney Houston. Never will be. Nobody is ever going to be as good as Whitney Houston. There was a couple people that I would say did a pretty good job on the national anthem. Like I'm Jennifer- not just talking about the national anthem. I'm just talking about in general. Okay, because I was going to say Jennifer Hudson did a really good job. I think Kelly Clarkson did a good job. I think Jason, that Chris Stapleton guy did a good job. But, like, you're never going to be, like, Whitney good. Nobody in the world is ever going to be Whitney good at anything. Like, can we stop, like, trying to, like, individualize the national anthem? What do you mean? Like, make it your own? Oh, Just yeah. Sing the fucking song. Like, Jack Black did a good version with the guitar. But you're not as good as Jimi Hendrix. Yes. Anybody who sings the now, the argument I actually did look this up earlier. The argument this is this is true. The argument that people have that Whitney Houston did such a good job is because she had a backing band. She had like an orchestra, like a marching band. Dude, it's fucking Whitney Houston. She's the pride of Patterson, first of all, and she you know, has I one of the best voices a, of all time. You know, I didn't even know she had a fucking backup band. I, I did I watched it earlier on my drive home. I put it on. She has like a, one of the two. She's from one of the inner cities of Whitney. Jersey. Whitney. She is from Newark. All right. She's from Newark. Good for her. She's one of the greatest singers, probably if not the greatest female singer of all time. Ladies, stop trying to be Whitney. And you watch it on the voice. They sing any song. Any song. Voice, Eric, whatever. They try to hit that fucking high note. To be the Whitney, I will always love you. Fucking yeah. high note. You're not Whitney Houston. You're not doing it. Whitney Houston was a fucking American icon until crack and Bobby Brown. But I mean, in- she has a rest stop named after her. She does. So you're not shit unless you have a rest stop on the turnpike named after you. The parkway. Parkway named after you. you but just shit. stop. Just stop. You're not Whitney Houston. You're not doing it. Hit the high note right now. I would, but I don't want to shatter your computer screen, so I'm not do gonna it. do it. I got three of them. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And, uh... oh. <clears throat> oh shit, that was pretty good. <clears throat> and uh... 
That's only a sample. That's pretty good. Again, a hire. It's going to crack in your house, and I don't feel like being responsible for damages. Can we move on? Yes, I guess we can. And um, uh, pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, um, all right. So finally, your your last one. I mean, you got, I have a couple here, but I think uh, the one that you want to talk about is um, why do girls take pictures of their asses in tight workout pants? And they get mad when you say they have a nice ass. Feel like women get mad at anything you compliment them on, and they're doing it so that you compliment them on them. Yeah. Like if I if a girl's all her pictures are like this, showing her tits or her fucking nice rack, and you say, "Hey, nice tits." <gasps> How dare you? We're like. They take a picture, they're always in the workout pants, and they do the thing with their one leg up, the one foot like this. Always, always. Why does that pose? It's because it makes the butt look better. It's the one toe up and the one foot down. Turn and, around. And their ass is always pointed towards the mirror yeah. at the gym. By the way, not a natural ass because they have a fucking seam sewn up the crack of their ass in those pants to make their ass look better. And everything's tight because of spandex. And then you say, wow, you got a real nice ass. How dare you comment on that? I'm not posting this picture because I want you to comment on my ass. Yes, you are. That's the 100% reason you're posting this picture. You're not commenting. I'm like, oh, you look so good. That's like I've told you before with the girls that flex. They never have any muscles. They're always like this, and they have no muscles. No muscle tone whatsoever. Zero muscles. And it's like I'm not looking at you for any other reason than – like when they showed like the pictures of them front wise flexing with their stupid spandex pants and their socks over their spandex pants, no one's looking at it. And and the, the spandex pants always come up to like right under their tits and there's like a small gap before their tit bra. Mm -hmm. Is that what it is called? Yeah, but no one cares until they show the backward picture of their body. Yeah. And it's always that camera held high, turned yeah. to slightly to the side, oh, well. one leg up. Ass, they go, Wow, you look phenomenal. Your ass looks phenomenal. <gasps> or when they take a video at the gym and they're the camera is behind them while they're doing squat deep squats. Yeah, well, you could have put that camera anywhere or not yeah, you it at your face. Oh, nice ass. <sighs> I'm doing this so I could tell if I'm doing the right, um, what's it, uh, mechanics. Mechanics. Yeah, mechanics. Good. No, you're not. You're doing so I talk about your ass. Stop fucking playing this game. Listen, women, just be honest. You like guys talking about your body. If you're working hard to make your body look good, accept it. Just say thank you. I've been trying hard to have a nice ass. I want to I want to tongue punch your booty holes. When did complimenting a woman on her body become a bad thing? What if I said to her, your ass looks like shit? Oh, Jesus Christ, do more squats. Put more weight on that. Yeah. You look fucking terrible. What's with the, all the cottage cheese? Jesus Christ, you sit in a gravel driveway, bitch? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you look like a, a melted candle? Why do you look like I put fucking cottage cheese in a fucking Ziploc bag? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you look like? What's the name of the fucking candle from fucking Beauty and the Beast? I fucking know. Why do you look like Pierre taking a selfie? Whatever the fuck his name is. All right, so we have jokes, huh? Yes. Oh, you guys like to tell jokes and giggle and kid around, huh? Giggling like a bunch of young bros in the schoolyard.
Well, let me tell a joke. All right, so you ready for a joke? I'm ready for a little joke. It's on me. Right. Hit me with it. So there's a bus driving, you know, uh, uh, full of ugly people driving to the ugly convention. And the bus driver hits some ice, and he slides off the bridge, and they all die. They go to heaven, and they're standing in the line, and, and St. Peter goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just spoke with God, and you guys were not supposed to die. So he wants to make it up for you, and he says, everybody gets one wish, and then you're going to get sent back to Earth. So the first guy comes up, he goes, hey, oh, my God, I, I've been ugly my entire life. I, I really just want to be attractive, so... You know, my wish is I want to be good looking and go back to Earth. Oh, granted, goes back to Earth. Second guy comes up. Wow, you know, he said exactly what I wanted to say. You know, I've I've been ugly my entire life. I just want to be good looking and I want to go back to Earth. So he goes, there's this guy at the end of the line. He's just laughing and laughing and laughing. So guy after guy after guy after guy comes up to St. Peter and he goes, you know, I've been ugly. I've been ugly. I want to to be attractive. I want to go back to Earth. So the last guy finally gets up and St. Peter goes... You know, you've been laughing this whole time. You know, what, what do you? What's so funny? He goes, well, I'm the bus driver. I wish they were all ugly again. <laughs> I like it. Waka waka. That's like kind of like the one the po- the Polish was like. I'm lonely. I want my friends back. <laughs> so, all right, are, are you ready for some trivia? Uh, I hope so. I don't know how I'm gonna do, but uh, we'll see. You you said this last week, and then you text me back today. I have some Goodfellas trivia for you. We'll see how I do. All right. So uh, in the beginning of the movie, who says the line, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster? Henry Hill. Yes. Maury sold wigs and men's hair pieces, but what was Maury's last name? Oh, my God. What was his last name? I don't know. I'll skip it. Kessler. Um, when Henry comes to Karen's door to take her out on date two, and her mother answers the door, what does she make him do? I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, because the question's fucked up, but that's not how it happened. When Henry comes to Karen's door to take her out on date two, what does she make him do? Meet her father? Cover the cross, because she's Jewish. Remember, she goes, oh, cover the... Because he has the cross. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, who said to Tommy, go home and get your shine box? Uh, Billy Bats. In what decade does the segment where Henry is a teen begin? I'm going to say the 40s. Why does young Henry get pinched in the beginning of the movie? Was he uh, stealing cigarettes? Yes. What entertainer do Henry and Karen see on their first visit to the Coca-Cabana nightclub? Sammy Davis Jr.? Take my wife, please. Don't know. Henny Goodman. Skip that one, too. You don't have to skip it. It's just wrong. What was Henry's first job? Don't know. Paperboy? Parking cars for the mobsters. I'm trying to find ones that you can... You, can... you keep sending what? me... You always tell me, like, this... All the sites the one I always use, it's always the most obscure fucking shit. But sometimes you get every answer. You're like, oh, what room number? What was the street sign on the third scene in Act 5 of the movie? When Henry comes back from beating Karen's neighbor, what does he ask her to hide? A gun. There you go. Normal question, finally. When While they're at Tommy's mom's house, Tommy looks at something and says, 
One dog goes one way, one dog goes the other way. This guy's saying, what do you want from me? What is Tommy referring to? No idea. A painting on the wall. I bought Sean that painting. He has it hanging up in his room. Okay. I don't pay... I don't fucking pay attention to the painting on the wall. I pay attention to the... It's a huge scene in the movie. Not really. The huge scene in the movie is like they shot him in the face so his mom couldn't give him a fucking open casket. That's a huge scene in the movie. The helicopter flying over the Jimmy Conway almost strangles Maury when Maury refuses to pay Jimmy when he owes the money. What business is Maury in? The Maury wigs. There you go. Give me three more. When Spider gets shot the first time, where does he get hit? Foot. According to Jimmy, what are the two most important things in life? No idea. Never rat in your friends and always keep your mouth shut. It's the same thing. It's kind of true. <laughs> but he does say these are the most two, two most important things in life. Uh, what? Uh, who plays Henry Hill as a man? Why is Tommy killed? Because he killed a made man. Do you remember the name of the man? Billy Bats. There you go. There's two. <laughs> One more. Why can't Jimmy ever be made? Because he's Irish. There you go. Next week I'll give you. Uh, next time I'll give you Dust of Dawn. With the actual questions that mean something in the movie. Yes. Bullshit. Yes, you, you did very good. Vinny, is there anything you'd like to say and tell us where we are before you get into your randomizing movie? Oh my gosh, there's a lot. Um, I mean, you don't, we don't have to tell you what I've learned. That's fine. We could just say that where we're at is uh, Vin Frontface LOK on Twitter, uh, Vinsky3 on Instagram, Vinny Violence on TikTok. Find our uh, show on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Anchor Pop. Uh, Apple Podcasts, everywhere else is a podcast. Store www.zazzle.com slash store slash podcast. although that's going to change because I have a new business venture coming to you soon. What? And it's going to be a sponsor. Just saying. Reveal coming soon. Uh-oh. Okay. I, I, you know what? The What have we learned today? Like, it, it takes too long. So. It takes way too long. So, I would just say, um, Ryan, what about you? Where can we... Oh, um, and let us know where we're sponsored by. We're sponsored by gnmtrophy.li.com. gmtrophyli.com for all your trophy and wrestling belt needs. Uh, you can find me at Obsolete Mule at Twitter or X, Instagram. And as of yesterday or two days ago, back on Twitch. Absolutely. I was streaming the other night, Absolute Gaming, on Twitch. Because in Fortnite, Bishop was our good friend Bishop was there. Um, he was joining in. Uh, you can find a show at Front Face Pod at X, Front Face Podcast on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Zip it up and zip it out. All right. Zip it out, boy. Yeah.